Hello, I'm Dr. Movies. And I'm Rachel. And this is Movie Podcast Evangelion. The only movie podcast. The only cinema podcast that matters. Yes, correct. And this episode is yet another example of our exquisite curation. Mm -hmm. Today we'll be discussing Master and Commander. Far Side of the World. Directed by Peter Weir. Starring Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. It's, it's, it is... I, I've never seen it. You've seen it a bunch of times. I probably I saw this movie in theaters, I think, twice mm-hmm. in 2003 when yeah. it was uh, released. Both times with my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is has been said to be one of the ultimate dad movies yeah, of I've, all time. And having seen it now, I have to agree. Uh, this is boomer catnip. This is like... Mm, yeah. uh, but I think a, a man in any era would yeah. love this film. I think film. that this, this is just... This is a... I mean, this is probably me to like a try to comparison, but like I feel like for men, this does what Marie Antoinette does for women. Oh, great! That's great. That's a great comparison to make. Just the vibes that I'm in terms of like 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 it's period. There's like there's setting Mm. stuff going on, but then like you just have the different focuses of the two groups. Make no mistake. Much like how in Marie Antoinette, the focus is on femininity. Historically, this the focus of this movie is masculinity. It 100%. You could say it's war. You could say it's the boats. You could say no. it's the time period. You could say it's the relationship. Those are all supporting This is what it's all buttressed yes. by masculinity yes. as a theme. Mm-hmm. A celebration of it, mm. I would say mostly. Yeah. But also... Some cautionary notes. Yeah, but I, I think it, like, it offers somewhat of a critique. But I think overall, it it feels very warmly towards masculinity. Yes, this is a this is a celebration. I think of the, the male. And what spirit. a celebration it is! And what a celebration it is! Dudes do indeed rock. Yeah, this is this is a major. If it's a dad movie, it's a dudes rock movie. There are so many just dudes rock scenes of them just they're drinking dinner, they're they're eating dinner and they're drinking mm-hmm. and they're you know telling stories and they're just you know with their with their with their buddies and their pals so many fun things blow by blow i say we just get right into it get right into it let's go 1805 first off oceans are now battlefields we're following russell crowe captain jack aubrey Mm -hmm. uh of the hms surprise yes uh is hunting the archeron a napoleonic vessel yes and uh the Captain Jack has been ordered mm. by the British Navy and her like, pursue Majesty. Pursue that friendship. Pursue that friendship <laughs> because it is harassing the trade routes yeah, 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 yeah. of our colonies. And get their asses. And, and, and you know, get them. And, and the Take British them Navy. Bri- the Brit- and at this time, let me give you a little historical oh, yeah, background. Oh, okay, yeah, here we go. That the movie... What? Okay, everyone, this is a dude's rock movie. This is a dude's rock movie. If you can hear how, about maps how and insane ships. this dude is going for this movie, this is the movie. It's 1805. <laughs> Napoleon has basically conquered continental Europe or, or brought it to heel. Um, and the only thing that stands between him and European mastery is the British Navy. Ah, and, and yes. Captain Jack Aubrey, Aubrey represents that naval spirit mm. of excellence yes. that was so um, extremely like endowed in in the populate like the, the the average englishman of this mm. time was like horny for the navy. <laughs> like they the kids were dressed as sailors like this was the cultural export. Well, I mean, we also see in, in the movie. It's like there's a 
it's accurate to life. It's like a bunch of like little kids on yes. uh, that are like, you know, being trained to be officers. And, you know, you remarked, it's like, like this, like you were living in such a shitty ass world that yes. you're like, fucking go on to be a sailor and go experience sailor. that horrible life. That's better than whatever and this is. This is a good time to mention that the art direction of this movie mm. is unparalleled. Exquisite. You will not see be- a better art directed movie ever everything is period accurate everything yeah. looks incredible mm-hmm. shot on film uh, yeah. a beautiful grain yeah. uh, resolution so light everything yeah. is warm um what cgi there is is well incorporated and it's even really for a 2003 standard necessary yes. and it's like oh like they couldn't get away with doing it practically exactly you see the boats they're yeah. real boats folks yeah. they're, they're they set boats. sail on the open ocean for yeah. many of the shots yes. it's, it's really galapagos when they go there yeah. uh and and the costuming and the, it's really the props, everything. Yeah. I mean, even they had like uh, something that made me remark of like they really did their research is we'll get to it later. But Paul Bettany goes to the Galapagos Islands mm-hmm. and he is, you know, he he's like his naturalist. So he's trying to study all these creatures. And he's got like this an old timey way to like look down below the surface of the water. with like a box that you use like the, the like the air bubble to keep it clear so you can look down and see. And it was just like. Uh, yes, of course. Yes. He would, yes, duh. Of course, he would have to fashion such a tool. Yeah, duh. Like, it is great. It's like a, like a touch like that was just like, ah, yeah. wonderful. This is the age of enlightenment, yeah. you know, where science is happening. Russell Crowe is also, you know, he's a, So we he's should a say musician. he's a friend of yes. Paul Bettany's yes. character. Paul Bettany, who's the forget, doctor. Who is the ship's doctor and yeah. a man of science, a yes. naturalist. Mm-hmm. And he even says, like, well, maybe evolution is a thing. Yeah, he even, even hints that there may be natural selection at play. <laughs> yeah. And they it's, go to the Galapagos. Um, the movie sort of posits that he would have been Darwin. Yes. Had, had he, he not, been allowed to go. Yeah. Had he stay. had he not been uh, subject to the purview <laughs> of the motherfucking British Navy, which yeah. Captain Jack Aubrey represents. Yes. And they're friends. They're both men mm. of letters, uh, yeah. of music, of science. Yes. But uh, but Jack Aubrey is more of a man of war. Yes. And, you yeah. know, and that's Absolutely. just basically his whole raison d'etre, not yeah. to use the French phrase, which he never would. <laughs> he would never fucking do that. But um, so they're chasing this ship, mm-hmm. this French ship, uh, and it's over uh, in the Atlantic and it's going around the horn of South mm-hmm. America. Yeah. And um, they're looking at maps and. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I, I, he, the French have set upon them. Yes, they've come out of they're, the fog. They're in a faster ship. Mm-hmm. They're more well equipped. They're they outclass, in fact, uh, Aubrey's ship. They surprise, take them by surprise, and and beat the shit out yeah, of them. Just, just like, like blast them. their fucking ship to shit. Yeah, which immediately like kills seven guys. Yeah, and there's this kid. There's like 27 people who are injured, including this kid who's just who's like played by a good child actor. Oh, yeah. not annoying at any oh, point. Oh no, I wanted really more up seats to with the him. Task. He was great. Yeah. And, you know, he's just trying to advance his station in life because like this 10. is a way for the, you know, urban proletariat to rise yeah, yeah. through, you know, the cursus honorum of British society. And he's now just, he's in a fucking nightmare situation. He's in a nightmare situation where the French have set upon them and he gets a fucking splinter of wood in his arm. Yeah. And they just barely make it into the fog. And Jack Aubrey's like, God damn. And he, he, <laughs> God he's damn looking him. through his spyglass. And he can the, see the glint of the spyglass of the opposing captain, the French there's, captain. There's also a glint of respect in his eyes yes, as like, he says right, ah I've been set upon a challenger a worthy opponent a worthy opponent who perhaps is a man of letters himself <laughs> and also a man of war yeah <laughs> and uh, so they just escape and they're like fuck this <laughs> fucking we just got our asses kicked and they're like that's yeah. a bigger ship it has more guns this sucks yeah. and on top of that we gotta cut this little kid's arm off <laughs> 
Because he just got fucking and hit with a and cannonball. It's, it's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And he's like crying, and <sighs> Paul Bettany's just like, I gotta do it. I'm sorry, you know? man, I gotta do it. And so this is sort of our introduction to the fact that, you know, it's been said all war movies are pro-war movies mm. just because the excitement of yeah. them is just... And you can hear it in his, in his voice, folks. In you my voice, I'm, I'm excited. But also... We, you know, we're treated to the the toughness. You yeah. know, like they're eating shit food. They're getting <laughs> at sick. times it looks like literal shit. They're getting fucking blown up, and yeah, this guy's the, getting his it, arm cut uh, off. You know, amputation without anesthesia. Yeah, he's biting uh, fucking cork. We got we got infections going on. We have uh, people who are. Uh, We'll get to this a little bit later, but uh, are bullied into suicide. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, this is not. This is not like the weather is shit. They're, this is not three hundred. No. You know, like yeah. the the, re- also, the people, realities the people of look war. Bad. Yeah, people look like shit. They got yeah. shit teeth. Yeah, they look dirty. Uh, they're not like you know fucking muscular or anything. No. They're just they they're, got, they're hanging on. They're hanging on. Yeah. So, and, it, and it stays grim for for our for our crew for quite a while. There's it's like, basically grim the whole way through. There's like there's minor victories or like yes, like we are having a good uh, the beautiful wind today, like whatever it right. is. But like they just keep getting their shit rocked. They get by their the shit fridge. rocked. The second time they get their shit rocked. Uh, so they like think they're out of that situation, and then all of a sudden, oh fuck no! The, no, they're yeah, here. The French is again, and, yeah. and Captain Jack Aubrey's like, "You've outclassed me twice. It won't be a third. It will not be a third. Yes. And so uh, and they just barely get away yeah. by and doing a cool little a decoy decoy situation. trick where yeah. they like uh, make some lanterns. Yeah, they and like put, it put on some dinghy. barrels and like they. So it's like, all right, that's going to be their de- and it, and it works. And I will say because it, it happens at night and they it, follow the lanterns to a different part. It's very very it's smart. Very innovative. It's very. I mean. Like, like, I mean, Captain Jack Aubrey, he's just, he's a master. It shows human. his intelligence. It shows know? his intelligence. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's a craftsman, really. Yeah. Um, he's skilled in And the I do think that this is like a good point to say that all of the action sequences in this are incredible. Incredibly they well are directed. They are riveting. They are thrilling. They're, they're They've visceral. They've got everything. They're, yeah, they're absolutely. horrifying. Yeah. It, it is wonderful. Yeah, they're so good. Um, so yeah, and, and, uh. Then they're like, all right, well, let's try to find this fucking guy. And they come up behind him yeah. in the day. Yep. And uh, the uh, fucking doctor is like, we're by the Galapagos Islands. Can we just can we pop stop? on over? Can we pop on to the Galapagos Islands? And Jack is like, no. Well, okay. I do want to note here, there's, there's the, they, they build up this kind of back and forth with them because, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's like the doctor had like, Something something really shitty happened. Well, Jack, oh, okay. Jack has been pushing them very hard. And then, but Jack promises he's like, I, like once we get to the Galapagos, like we'll you know, we'll know, make port, we'll make camp <laughs> and you can study the lizards. And we'll stay for a birds. few days and whatever. And mm-hmm. like Paul Bettany's like, oh my god, I'm so you can happy. See in his eyes, he gets he's all like, dressed up. Yes, he like gets his little hat on. He's got like his little going out jacket mm-hmm. because they're by the Galapagos. He's like, oh my god, but the French thwart it and force you know Russell Crowe to say sorry, like. We got to get back to, to the sea because you see what fucking going yeah we on got there. I mean this is like our primary objective and he's yeah. like we don't have time for your damn hobbies so. yeah yeah and it stings. and he's like ooh yeah. it stings and yeah. we should say that like we should stop down and say Russell Crowe is like so masculine so in this masculine. he has long hair yeah. that's like flowing yeah. but he's like breath his his sort of like he's uh, so white broad. shirt yeah. is always like opened at the breast yes, and yeah. he's like striding the deck yeah. and all his hanging off hanging off of things, things. he's like looking at, like, the into front the front distance. Of the yeah. Whereas Paul Bettany is styled like a total nerd. <laughs> he's with, got these little glasses. Yeah, and he's like, oh, excuse me. Uh, it's like, I, I, I want to study my bugs. 
but he's stoic, you know. He's yeah. you know, they're friends. They play music together. Yeah. But they, they have like their a first very close tip. relationship. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're friends. They they call each other friends. They call each other friends. He's always like, Are you talking to me as the ship's doctor? Yeah, so starts to call him and say, like, hey, uh, I don't know if this is like a smart idea what's what's happening. Like I think that you might just be, you know, kind of doing this for pride. It's beginning to smack of pride. Smack of, and then and Russell Crowe makes a face like, like oh, oh, how dare you? Um so and so the fact that, you know, he's been promised that he can go to the Galapagos and it's been taken away, mm-hmm. it's like and I, I, I I'm I'm really dwelling on this, but I think that the movie like does their relationship super well. Yes, and it like it male friendship and goals. it keeps their like it, it's like one central conflict between them for the whole span of the movie, mm-hmm. and it doesn't ever feel like it loses momentum. No, it's it, it's between it's, their it's two value masterful. systems. It's really which good. His is war. Yeah, and and, and they're both and representing like good examples of masculinity, mm-hmm. but different value systems. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's like, well, we can contribute a bunch to science yeah, if you like, let me go to. The this Galapagos. is way more it's, important and, to me. Yeah. It's not just a hobby. Yeah. And like Russell Crowe sort of understands that. Yeah, even yes. though that's nerd shit and he's a jock. <laughs> uh, but he's like, sorry. He respects it. I gotta get, take out the ship. Because he respects his friend and his intelligence. Yeah. So anyways, they go after the ship instead of going to the Galapagos. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the fucking wind is just dead. It's dead. And, and it looks fucking miserable. Yeah, everyone, everyone looks like they're in hell. Is going stir crazy. There's no water. They're like getting really, really hungry. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. Uh, so at this point, this is we want to talk about the bullying aspect of this. Mm-hmm. So there's a character I actually remember his name. Holland is the name of the, mm. the character who's one of like the the officers or yes. you know, officer adjacent people. Twenty nine. He's twenty. Yeah, he's like about to turn thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, during one of the French attacks, they had uh, you know one of like the young like one of the uh, and like regular sailors whatever mm-hmm. run up to do something with the sail and he was like he couldn't do it and so he asked for help and so Holland climbed up but he wasn't able to help him and it snapped off and it leads to them cutting that part of the sail free and letting the that sailor drown. It's very, very visceral. It's very, it's very, very As you sad. said, men love a scene where they have to make the choice. Make between, a tough choice. You know, saving the ship and dooming one man. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and it's you know, like, the type yeah, of choices tough. you have to make in war and it's terrible. And it's terrible, but it has to be but done. It has to be done. It has to be done and it was the right thing. Can you do it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But who can't really do it? Or who doesn't have the constitution for these manly, mm. uh, you know, things, is this guy, Holland. Yeah. And he's and just like, guh, 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 guh. And it really shakes him. And the other sailors are like, oh, like he's like, he's cursed because he saw like, the friendship first of all. And uh, like one of the one of the friends of the drowned sailor like starts like bullying him mm-hmm. and like you know whispering like talking behind his back where he could hear it like bumping into him and like kind of being like what are you gonna fucking what are you do, gonna do? and then we get a cool scene where jack aubrey sees Has him being bumped in. and he's just like hey take that man to the brig we're gonna whip him 12 times, <laughs> 12 times. because he was insubordinate and he yeah. takes the kid down and he's like how old Listen, are you? Like yeah. he's like I'm 29. He's like ooh 29. And you're not even a lieutenant. And you're not even a lieutenant. Uh oh. <laughs> like uh, well, what's the problem? And he's just like oh, I'm just fucking scared. And uh, and he's just like well, it's a damn hard business. But it's, you know you just gotta make good it. advice. He does his best. Yes, he does his best for but the situation. But it's clear he's like on, it's written on his face. Like I don't know if this kid if he's got it. If he's, he's got, got the, stuff. the X factor. Yeah. And uh, Paul Bettany's like, are you gonna like 
you know you're just gonna turn him loose out there like the men yeah. are like getting really hostile towards him they're really using him as a scapegoat you need to be doing something yeah, and about don't this. whip this other guy it's because it's just gonna make them fucking hate him more but he's just like damn it it has to be if done you come to me for anarchy you, you, you come, come to the, the wrong, wrong place, place. Yes. we have to have rules <laughs> yes as, and um unfortunately the whipping of this officer does In set fact, everyone against this kid yeah there's who, this scene where he like is walking below deck and all of the sailors are just like rise behind him and they're just like stalking him. Yeah, stalking and it, him and saluting him and ironically. Saluting him and ironic. it, it's like, it's a very, very tense very, moment. Very, just the, like, the movie is like they would tear him apart. With these moments that like, I, I want to stress that everything we've described to you plot wise is realized in the most intuitive mm. scenes that yeah. are structured so well and yeah. laid it's, out it's so very, well visually. Like, natural, easy to follow. The dialogue, yeah. despite being period, is very easy to follow and very yeah. relatable. Yes. Um, I mean, partially because like you are getting a lot of really good performances yes. that are like, because I mean, it's, it's obviously not the same as Shakespeare in terms of like removal from modern English, but it's the same sort of concept where like you right. have to, you, the actor, have the responsibility of conveying the line through your choices. I think a good example is that there's like a 10 minute scene of them at dinner early yeah. and, and they're just like all like sort of like joshing with each other and yeah. boys being boys and getting drunk and stuff. And like... The jokes by today's standards are like very dated and like like they ha- they're like full of like weird like naval inside jokes yeah. and stuff. Which also like, Paul Bettany is like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, another name naval joke. joke? <laughs> and it's like, but the reason you like it is because you see a genuine sense of warmth and car- yeah, camaraderie yeah. and like relatable behavior. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the dialogue is really just like flavor for what is actually happening. Yeah, which 100%. Is just like, well said. Dudes. Yeah, just dudes. Rocking. Dude, just dudes rocking And loving out. each other, you yeah. know? Yeah, except for in this case. So it leads to Holland... the dark side of this. ...committing suicide. Yes. He takes a, like a cannonball it. and jumps into the ocean. And the other men had been whispering, like, this is just like Jonah. Uh, you know, he was on this, this ship with these merchants, and they kept getting, like, like uh, horrible storms. And then they figured out that, like, God was punishing him, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so he kills himself. Um, I... Straight up, I uh, almost burst out in tears during his funeral scene. Yeah, uh, there's there's so Very many times affecting. in this where it's like I like moments away from just like yeah. fucking losing it yeah um and essentially like they have like all of them gathered around and, and it's, like all- reading his rights it's like if any of us said anything or had any ill feelings yeah we we let this guy down yeah and i hope god forgives time. us yeah. and i hope he forgives us yeah and anyways, they're, they're the wind's like, back up. We gotta fucking go. So we gotta right. go. And this leads directly into uh, maybe like an albatross or a gull right, right. flying around. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna shoot it. Oh, that's yeah. my bird. And, and Paul Bettany is like, oh, fuck, sweet, a new sweet, bird a new for bird. me to catalog. <laughs> the men of war just yeah. want to shoot it down. Yeah. And stupidly, they fire a shot across the deck and hit Paul Bettany in the fucking stomach. Yeah, right in the gut. And... But the French ship is in their sight. Yes. And it's like, what well, are they to do? What the fuck? You just shot the ship's doctor. What? Like, and like, it, and it's, what are and we it's pretty, do? pretty dire mm-hmm. what, what's happening there. And so Jack has to make a choice. Yeah. Help his friend or continue the mission. And what choice does he make? He makes the choice to help his friend. Yeah. And they go to the Galapagos. Yeah. And Paul Bettany operates on himself. Yes. It's and, so hardcore. And fucking takes the bullet out in another very visceral affecting scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, this is another moment where I thought I was going to just burst into tears when they're carrying him onto the island. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking up at Russell Crowe. And I was like, 
He's like, did you do all this on my account? And he's it's just like, like, no. No, I, I just wanted, wanted to go for a walk. Go for a walk. And you know, it's clear. Of course I did. But it's like, Brother, you can't I love show, you. You can't show it, but oh, every man. The subtext of basically every line in this movie, I would say every other line in this movie is, I love you. I love you, man. Do you, like, yeah, 100%. It is, it is literally, they're saying like, oh, like bring the mast around. But what yeah. they're actually saying is, I love you, I deeply, love you deeply. And deeply. I can't tell you that. It's so inspiring. <laughs> Which is why the movie is so good. Yeah, yeah it's wild. <laughs> it is wild. Uh, but they get to be on the Galapagos Islands for a right. while. And this whole scene, it's so beautiful. Like, you know, they, you said that they shot on the islands themselves. And they really make use of it. Like, they show us lots of different terrains. Lots of animals, animals tortoises. So, like, the, the boy who has the one arm who had his arm amputated is now, like, Paul Bettany's, like, assistant. Like, yeah. naturalist he's assistant. He's like, I made, a, I made a doodle of this bug. And okay. he's like, you're a budding naturalist. <laughs> and and he, the uh, dogs are pretty good. And we were like, it's good that you want to <laughs> have this hobby because you... Are a one-armed man, and you are and, ten years old. Yeah, it's so. not. I don't know that a naval career is gonna, gonna continue be in for the you. Cards for you, my friend. But they're walking around the uh, uh, Galapagos, yeah. and Paul Bettany is a kid in a candy shop. Yeah. And then what does he see over the horizon? The motherfucking friendship. The motherfucking friendship. What's it called again? The Archeon. The Archeon. Something like that. And he's like, damn it. And I have right, to drop all up. my cages yeah. with, full but, of my and specimens. I think that, that is, and he at, at one point says to Russell Crowe after he's brought him here and he's like recuperating, he's like, I fear that, you know, you've given me a debt I can never repay. But where, how does he repay it? By dropping those By just dropping, like, no, no question. He doesn't hesitate. Like he kind of has this look on his face of like, oh shit. Yeah. But it's just like he, he got, and it's like, that is, that's an I love you moment. And Russell Crowe, says to him like sorry yeah. that you had to drop all he, like it's Russell like, knows sorry. that that yeah. was important to him yeah. that those yeah. naturalist samples even though they don't really mean anything to Russell Crowe yeah. he knows they meant something to him yeah. and he knows it was must have been hard for them to leave him behind he's genuinely sorry yeah but wow. I, oh, it's so good. Uh, oh, it's so good. And none of this is ever said. And none of this is ever said, but you know. This is the understand. unspoken oh, thread so between good. them. So they start, uh, they get back on the boat and they start to, you know, figure out what they're going to do about this this next attack by the French ship. And you would say, actually, this naturalism comes back in because Paul Bettany, he didn't have to get rid of all of his specimens. He has a specimen of uh, a creature that's come up a few times in the movie before, uh, the stick bug. Yes, and, and he shows it to Russell Crowe, and you and he gives him like a he's like, what is this? A stick? <laughs> and he gives him a magnifying glass, and he goes, whoa, oh, it's a bug. And then he's like, oh, oh I have strategy. It gives him the idea to disguise his ship as a whaling ship yeah. by changing everyone's uniforms and they striking paint different the ship. colors. Yeah, they put like a, a flag up, uh-huh. and they get rid of like all they they just totally disguise it a hundred percent, and they're like, all right, we are just gonna we're gonna act like whalers. Also. Whalers catching strays is like, like sh- sail real act shitty. Like, act like whalers and sail like fucking morons. Like fucking and, morons. And, I don't get them. They're not the British Navy, goddammit. <laughs> but no like, one's as good as sailing as us. <laughs> but they have a bunch of other parts of the plans. Like they take the wheels off the cannons to get like a better angle. Yeah. And, and, like, and, like, and Russell Crowe's, like, they lay out the stakes they, they, so well. Yeah. He's like, all right, we're going to take the, the wheels off so we can get a better angle. But that means there's not going to be any recoil to help you. So right. like you're going to get one shot at this. Yeah. And we have to like take down their mast. Or, and or we have to cripple over. them or like we lose. Or, or we lose. That's it. Those are the stakes. And it has to do, you have to do it fast. People have to be ready to board here. And it's like, yeah. it, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, this ship is England. This ship like, is England. That's it. Yes. And it's like, and you get the sense like, well, what are they? Like, you have to fight because like you can't run away. Yeah, you're, you're on, on this fucking, fucking ship. You're yeah. on a fight of your life. 
it's either fight or die. Mm-hmm. And like the, there's no there's no third option. It's and, and the the movie is just like it's so like you feel those stakes at every feel second. You feel like the the urgency and like the dread of like oh shit it's it's about to go. Yeah, down. no one's like woohoo like time to kick their ass. They're just like fuck. Like, fuck let's, let's go. All right, this. okay, okay. And and you know what the the plan works. They mm-hmm. get the they friendship get... right up to them and they let her loose and they fucking take down the mast and at there's this... a brilliant battle scene. Brilliant that battle just scene. Is so yes. uh, fresh and, it's, and, and, and excellent. It, it's all it's easy. It okay. So there, there's two sides to it that I think like make is what kind of make it effective for me. Mm-hmm. It definitely I think gives you the sense of what it would be like to be in that fight mm-hmm. in terms of like the pure mayhem chaos. Like it's just dudes screaming all over the place, stabbing but each other from a filmmaker or storytelling point of view. Like you, the audience can easily follow what's going on. Oh, it's wonderful. And it's so, it's, it's like so, a masterclass. It, it's yeah, it, it's incredible. And it doesn't like, it's not one of those action scenes where you're like, okay, like I get, I get it. Like it feels like pace to life right? in terms of like, this is kind of how it would go. It, it's, it, this movie is like kind of like the king of inserts in the sense of like there's so many uh, shots of just like a tool being mm, used yes. in a weird way or like a gun being used like because he Weir understands that like that stuff is cool. We want to see cool how to see a that. cannon works. Yeah. We want to see like so like no matter where he puts the camera in the battle, like you're seeing something novel, yeah, and interesting, you know. And you're seeing something that's like oh, it further grounds you in the time period mm-hmm. you're just like oh like you really went to to this length to like to get these details to lovingly curate and yeah. like yeah get these details rendered yeah um, yeah 100 in practical effects yeah it's 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 just very very cool to Ugh, watch awesome. but the whole bat it's like the battle is bloody uh they lose a bunch of face characters that we've gotten to know mm-hmm they die. Um, one of like the kind of like younger officers who was given who was given like one of the boarding parties. Mm-hmm. He dies, um, and this is like it becomes a, a moment for the the kid who had his arm amputated yeah. of like where he became a man when he had to bury his friend. Yeah, basically it's beautiful. And it's like tears in my eyes. Oh ah, my fucking god! Wonderful. And, it's, and he asks him to help. He asked the other crew member to help him sew like the body bag up, and it's like again the the subtext of every line in this movie is "I love you." I love you. Do you know what I mean? It's so good. It's so good. It's it's like it is really heart rending. It's so good. So many heart rending Um, moments in this film that is seemingly. Uh, just like dudes, dudes dudes going hard. But like, and I wanted to say something else. Like, I think that this movie. It should be commended for its ability to manage or balance its tone because there are genuinely funny moments, mm-hmm. but they do not feel like they detract from the seriousness of the situations or like the emotional gravity right. of what's going on, which I think is that's, that can be a really tough thing to do. I mean, evidenced by all the movies that suck at doing that. Absolutely. And it's, it's just, it, it's, I you know I don't want to be one of those people. Oh, like movies used to be because there are lots of movies that are good. Right, now, I know we like, do, we say that so much, but but this is a really really it, it's exceptional. Well, this movie cost one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, to sure. Make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, we, it it's possible that we live in a new era where like period pieces basically aren't financed. Yeah, certainly yeah. not a period piece on the scale of oh we're gonna get rent a couple ships yeah. and shoot on the open sea. Yeah, we're going to destroy some replica ships. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. It, it, it's it's just, it, you will rarely see a movie of this type again. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it won't happen, but I'm just saying like this. 
Which that degree of, of spectacle for a period piece. Yes, exactly. Um, with the budget to to render those details. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, because sure, like budget isn't everything, but like, but it it counts. Yes. It counts. It counts a lot. Well, especially when you're doing. A, a project like this, which require, like, literally yeah. requires it. It's not. There's, there's no way you could do this. Movie if this were like cheaply. half-assed, it wouldn't yeah. be nearly as effective. Exactly. Um, so it is like an epic. You know, it's two hours and eighteen minutes, and it's it uses every single one of them. Um, yeah. You know, um, we sort of talked about how, like, yeah, you know, like they probably could have cut a ton of this. You know, like all those insert shots of the period accurate cannons, or yeah. all the stuff on the Galapagos, or like all, but like. But that's it, what but they it, want it, to show you because it's, it's, it's texture. It's, it's texture that's interesting in and of itself. Yes, absolutely. It, it is the reason to watch the movie as much as the battle yeah, and the a plot. A hundred percent. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, like for me, like the all of like the the shots of like the Galapagos Islands and like all the care that they took into like capturing that nature stuff, like that really hit hard for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just, I mean, I think that we are. Some of the, one of the, a part of the group of the first people to say you should have cut X, Y, or Z. But I'm glad that the, all of this is here. I wouldn't I'm, cut a single. I'm glad frame that it's two movie. hours and eighteen minutes. Yeah, that's it's, it's I wouldn't wonderful. change anything. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's so good. But so we do get a wrap up of the Russell Crowe and uh, Paul Bettany relationship dynamic mm-hmm. because so like they win and it's great and you know Russell Crowe promotes someone to captain um and he sets him he's like all right go take the friendship and bring like we'll we'll do this one but you go sail that yeah, one go, go take the prisoners and wounded and to, wounded but go on ahead yeah, we'll dock. be there because he's like Paul Bettany we're gonna go to the Galapagos yeah, Islands remember how much you wanted to go to the Galapagos again and, get and, those samples but then there is a a reveal so during mm-hmm. the battle uh you know Russell Crowe goes to look for the captain and he goes down into uh, underneath like whatever the belly of the ship and the doctor you know there's the the captain is dead on the table Mm -hmm. and the doctor's like uh we know he when he died he told me to give you this and 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 he goes and he's remarking to paul bettany later on is like they're you know the other ship is going and whatever. And they're like, okay, like we're going to go to Galapagos. He's like, oh, uh, something, something, oh, like the, the medics on the other ship. So there's really nothing to worry about. Like they have a doctor. They've got like the French doctor. And Paul Bettany goes, no, he died two months ago of, yeah. of fever. And then there's just like a click mode where Russell Crowe is like, the fucking doctor. I've been out. I've been somewhat outwitted again. Uh, I've let that the, captain the slip through my fingers. French captain. Because he's like you, Jack. He's yeah, crafty. He fights like you, he's Jack. Like, uh, back to the old. He's like, all right, we're going after him. And Go Paul Bettany's like, but what about the Galapagos Islands? He's like, well, that bird you like, it's flightless, right? It's not going anywhere. And he's like, ha ha. All right. And then they play cello yep. and violin Fair together. Enough, buddy. As we helicopter shot out oh, on a beautiful so tableau of yeah. the ship's sailing into the sunset and it's and so we actually i towards the beginning it's like okay so this has a subtitle it's mastering commander of the far side of the world mm. it's like oh and i honestly had thought that it was like the second in a series or something and it's like and okay, I, maybe I believe it was meant to. to be and like the ending gives you the opportunity to do that yes but it's not one of those movies that's like begging for a sequel correct it, it stands alone it's it not stands like, alone you know. um, and it stands it, exceptionally it, it, we should say it was based on a series of it is a, an adaptation of 
a novel of one of a very popular book series mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. I think Patrick O'Brien is his name. And he just, he wrote a bunch of books about the English Navy the fighting the sail. Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. And the yeah. age of sail and people fucking, it's, it's a book your dad has read. <laughs> I believe, I believe Ron Swanson on oh, pro- yeah, yeah. Uh, Parks sense. and Recreation has like read all of them. He's like, I'm enjoying this book about boats. So, you know, dudes that's the love, type of love uh, boats. They love swords. They yep. love camaraderie and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Death um, and glory. Making tough choices, having good hair. Grief. Spinning a big old wheel to move the boat. Men love thinking about war because they they all men want to give themselves license to be as emotional as women are all mm. the time. But like the best way for a man to give himself that license is to contrive a situation <laughs> in his imagination where he's thinking about war. Yeah. Which Making is why I think it's why like older men get really obsessed with World War II because they're just like confronting their own mortality. And they want it. They want the, the license to feel an emotion. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, I need to think about a really terrible thing. <laughs> So I can uh, do with this. a lot of plot points, <laughs> um, and so they just like start reading a bunch about World War Two and learning a bunch of historical facts, and also because like maybe their grandpas or dads were part of it. Yeah, yes, like, Some, yeah, something to that. I effect. need to understand that. But this is like this movie is like it, it, it's it's a male fantasy. Yeah, it is a male fantasy. Um, I do also think though it is honest enough and takes a sort of comprehensive enough view of war and of the period uh, um, that it's not just a fantasy. No, it, it, is it has a, like artistic uh, merit. Yeah, it is It is realizing some real thing. Yeah, even exists. though, again, like it, it does end up glorifying it yes because like oh my god it's so exciting and like Russell Crowe like oh my fucking god. He, he even has dude. a line to the young uh, mm. uh quartermaster or whatever the fuck his rank is yeah. when he's out on the ship uh, and he's like facing imminent death uh, and he's being shot at by cannonballs he gets back on the ship and Russell Crowe's like now tell me that wasn't fun and like that's kind of the subtitle of the movie which yeah. is just like this is horrifying this is horrifying but it's kind of but like tell me that wasn't you fun. gotta laugh or you'll cry sort yeah. of deal <laughs> because uh, war is exciting war is exciting it's as exciting as it is horrific and yeah. hellish yeah. Um, and it's but like I mean with all that said like sure war is exciting but like it's not exciting enough for me to ever want to be in that situation. Absolutely not. Ever. Absolutely ever. Not. No. But the movie also sort of does a good job at implying that like this is the way of this world. Yeah. Like they don't they don't have like there's no iPhones for these fucking kids. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. there's like Yeah, it's what else are they gonna do? It's kind of barbaric. Know? He's helping the kid who gets his arm blown off because like he told his parents he would help him. Yeah, his dad, who up, is have social advancement, Lord Nelson. Yeah, uh, and there's like a whole bit about where like the the movie's kind of cheeky about it, mm-hmm. where he like the the kid never met his dad, and Russell Crowe used to like work under him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, you know, who did you like? What was what was he like? It's like just read, just read this, just read this book. Yeah. And like that, that's fine. Like he gets asked about like, you know, how, like, what was he like, like later on at, at the boys dinner and he's kind of evasive about it. And something that, you know, I didn't know that you let me know about is that like, oh, turns out this historical figure, Lord Nelson uh, is a fucking monster. He was a hard man and a mega maniacal, like megalomaniacal, uh, <laughs> Warhawk, like he, yeah. like so. I don't want to go on too hard about Lord <laughs> Nelson digression. Might have to cut this out. But the thing about Lord Nelson is like, he was 
but that's Captain that's Jack all, Aubrey yeah. is the expression of that ethos. Yeah, that was embodied by Nelson mm-hmm. and the fucking Navy of Britain at large, and continued to be like in the movie. Like they, they they do soften him though. Like they yes. show like a compassionate emotional side to him like he, he doesn't want to be a tyrant he, he grieves yeah and he explicitly says like i'm not i don't want to be a tyrant i'm not trying to be a dictator and at one like paul bettany's like mm, you're kind of acting like one uh and that like really hurts him and like he kind of like lashes out that's when he says like fuck your stupid hobbies like i yeah. don't need that and then they cut back to like after paul bettany leaves and he's like ah like i like i shouldn't have said that like it got the better of me and it's just, like it's kind of it's like showing like a, a level of like maturity that he has a level of emotional maturity yeah despite the fact that um by modern standards he's not particularly emotionally mature but like look at the circumstances he's more mature in which than they his exist like, yeah exactly there's no way that you can be like a normal balanced human having lived that life right it is impossible it right. cannot be done it, your, your entire value system has been shaped by military service 100 percent um do we think conservatives probably like this movie? Oh my god, yes. Absolutely. Oh my but god. But at the same time, I think so they're also they would also uh fast forward through the Galapagos stuff. Yeah, the, the, and like wouldn't that, that gay science shit. Yeah, they wouldn't like any of the gay science shit or have any appreciation for the uh relationship between No. But uh, like the those two fucking men, battles. You see those doctor cannons? And captain. Yeah, they'll they'd be like, oh, I like the battle scenes and the and the and I like that it's like it's her. about history. It's a real story. Right. It's like based on a real guy. Like it's like okay, sure. It's. I mean, I don't know. What do we think? Is this movie like? It's. I don't. I, I don't. The politics. It, what do we think I of mean, this movie's I'm, politics? It's not such reactionary. I wouldn't say that. No, I, I wouldn't think it's, go that It's kind far of like either. outside of that spectrum. That it's kind that of lib, of I suppose, in the sense of like fealty to our institutions is a value that is to be prized above all. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean like it, it, like it puts down anarchy, but it's not like, but it's not like a neocon movie at the no. same time. And it's balanced in the sense that the sort of like, uh, uh, idealistic naturalism of, of the doctor is yeah. also, it's also given revered. It's yeah. Revered. And yeah, and it's not, it's, it's not treated as a joke, um, right. or like something that is actually being scoffed at. Like the movie does like bask in, in, in those moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously like everything is political and like this does have like tons of ideology in it, yes. but it's not so easily assigned as like, Oh, this is like a libertarian movie or the, like it's, it doesn't fall along those because it's not super interested in that right I, I guess i would say like if you want to be a dunce you can read this movie as just like a sort of like uh rah-rah war nationalistic sure. yeah, propaganda if, if you piece want to be a dunce. but i think there's so much else there that you can just as easily read the movie as a sort of rendering of a time and like you should be able to understand where the sort of toxic problematic yeah things are cropping up yeah you know um and i don't think that it ever treats like it, none of like the the toxic words gross really things fit, yeah it's like yeah yeah but it's like the, the the stuff that you would identify as like that's problematic whatever it is like i don't think that the movie is like oh yeah and this is funny that like they because these sailors were convinced that there was a curse on this guy that they made him commit suicide right right like it's like oh hey like that's really shitty like that's mm-hmm. what happens when like your culture isn't developed enough right like when you don't have like those kind of social norms and conventions between you exactly. so it's like it, it like it is critical of that stuff yeah i think it's just it's just an honest film yeah it's honest. It's as honest as it can be. It's as um, honest as it can be while also being a super exciting action movie. Right. Right. 
and I don't like what, what more do you want? Like this is this is kind of my ideal action movie, honestly. Rachel, would you say that if uh, your boyfriend wants to watch Master and Commander, you should with him? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. You should also watch it on your own. You should watch it on your. You don't need a boyfriend to no. watch this movie. But it, it is going to give you incredible Ladies, insight into the masculine psyche. If you want to fucking get some dick. <laughs> Watch Master and Commander on your own time and, and bring, bring it, up. it up. Yeah. Talk oh about how God. badass. If a it girl was. did that to me, <laughs> do you know how it would over. work? I'd be like, oh my God. She's so interesting. She's so cool. <laughs> that's already that's a good dating tip. Yeah. Dating tip. Watch this movie, bring it up. Oof. Impress them. Learn like a little bit of the history so you can talk like a little bit about just listen to what Dr. Movies was saying about Napoleon. You know, earlier. I'm probably gonna cut a lot of that, but wind him up and like just be like, Oh, um, so like yeah, it's it was set in the Napoleonic times. Yeah. Um it's like super like period accurate mm-hmm. and like you know, they're they're you know, England is like facing they're like, they're, they're at when is that sea. again? Is that when like is that, is that after the friend and just let him go. Just he's let him be just like, let him oh. go off. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll keep himself occupied. And maybe he's not that type of guy, but then you know what? That's a good test. That's And also, frankly, show that type of guy this movie. Yeah. Master and Commander is a good litmus test for what type of dude. Yeah. What, what's their reading of it? Yeah. Like, what's their reading of okay, it? Okay, so b- b- before we sign off, what is your take on... Is this a, is this a, Could this be considered a dumb dude movie? Absolutely not. It's it's way too tender. Mm. It's way too nuanced. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's like the guys who like Fight Club aren't gonna like this. The dumb dudes who like Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. If you're a smart dude and you like Fight Club, yeah, you'll like this. If you're a dumb dude and you like Fight Club, you won't like this. Yeah, because you think it's like because you think that the concept of a Fight Club is cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah if you think that if you think that like, uh, if you don't understand cool that Fight Club is a satire, you yeah. will. Uh, well, you you might again like you you might like the war like, parts. You would of it, like the war parts, but, but like you would you're be put gonna, off by the slowness and of everything. And you're going to be else. missing a whole layer. So yeah, I think yeah, this is as a kind of litmus test. Yeah. For the kind of guy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, well done. We just invented something on on the pod. Mm, the master and commander test. Master and commander test. Uh, try it out. Let us know how it goes. Thank you so much for listening. This was great. Love it. Watch it. Believe it. Believe it. Master and commander. Neon podcast. Evangelion.